WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're minus Ann this morning. She's at the beach. Uh, we're uh, holding up, though. we got great people with us. Uh, Brother Rufus is here, of course, and uh, Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. Pam Beck, who is a garden writer and uh, a former master gardener and uh, author of books and all that stuff, and a lecturer. And uh, we got Colby Griffin who's out uh, putting up corn this morning down in Nash County or up in Nash County. Uh, so we got uh, – he's an extension agent in Franklin County. We lost Jesse from Franklin County again. Jesse, call back or I'm coming up to Franklin County and knock on your door. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and we'll talk to the whip here in a minute, but we uh, we need to talk to Billy Howell out at the State Farmer's Market. Morning, Billy. How you doing? Good morning. Doing good. Great. Great. A little humid out there. That humidity came back with a roar, didn't it? It did. Yep. It don't take long when you're out there, um, out from under those buildings to get a little bit uh, steamy. Them great big old fans on there has happened this morning. Yeah, they they are uh, a real godsend. So, uh, what what do we have under the farmer shed, vegetable and fruit wise today? I, we got uh, any freestone peaches yet? Um, I haven't seen freestone. Uh, it, let's see what I see. We, we ought to be getting close. They were good. Yeah. What what do you have peaches wise? Um, not for sure of all the varieties, but I think it was ruby. Oh, was it ruby red? Was it? Ruby red is is a variety. Yeah, that's a good yeah, variety. Yeah, kind of a smaller peach, but way more uh, juicier than what it looks like. Yeah, I got some yesterday. Those things are good. They, they were good this morning on cereal. Yeah, I had some good peaches <laughs> in the farmer's market this week, too. So um, we've established that. Uh, you got to work to get the meat, though, on those little ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, some people like to eat uh, without cutting them up. They just like to pick them up and eat the skin and everything. I do that. Skin Love tickles. It. I don't like that. Love it. Tickles my lips. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to peel it. Yeah. So uh, what, what else you got out there, Billy? Oh, we got several varieties of apples and blackberries and blueberries, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. Uh, butter beans got them shelled and in the shell. Wow! Yeah, I've had All I've right. had two messes of butter beans this week mm. with some uh, fat back from from the hunter. Hey, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see, there's some cabbage and cauliflowers. There's some snap beans down there as well. Mm. Uh, corn, a uh, couple varieties of corn down there. Uh, the cucumbers and our Rufus' favorite got kale still. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> still got kale? Yeah. Still got some kale. Mm. Oh, kale. <laughs> uh, let's see. They got lettuce and mushrooms, onions and peaches, uh, nectarines. All right. Uh, red cabbage, red onions, uh, red and white potatoes, uh, red, white, and spring onions, 
Obviously, they had uh, squash. They had plenty of patty pan squash down there still, too. Mm. Uh, strawberries. We still have some strawberries. We get a lot of calls asking if we still got them. We do. We got sweet potatoes and tomatoes. I got some Roma tomatoes. Uh, one of the vendors was telling me that they just came off this week for them. Yeah, I saw a big box yesterday, Billy. It was about uh, $18 for a whole big box of canning tomatoes, and they were Romas. Oh, okay. Uh, Watermelons and cantaloupes, um, zucchini, uh, bell peppers, eggplants. Wow. Uh, Then we got um, some good old chicken eggs down there. Chicken eggs, that's chicken good. Eggs. No duck eggs this morning, quail eggs? Yeah, I bet there's some duck eggs and quail eggs down there as well. <laughs> no, <laughs> no we, we have a lot of um, eggs out here. Um, they said, come get them. They were raised right here in North Carolina as well. I ain't never seen an egg plant that um, grew eggs, but they figured it out. I well, uh, there you go. There you go. That's uh, so- something new that uh, NC State came up with, maybe. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so you got plants this morning too. We do. Um, let's see. What was that thing I was looking at? A calcumma has a leaf it? on it, kind of like a canis, but then a really beautiful bloom on the inside of it. Um, Pam, uh, Kobe, y'all heard of that? Are you, Are you talking about a curcumin? C A R C U M A N. Curcumin. It has a big leaf on it, like a canis. Yeah. Basically, but then the inside of it. Yeah, looks like, it's a, um, it, It's turmeric. It's, yes, turmeric. Um, yes. It's a. Yeah, it's a ginger. Yeah. How about that? That thing was pretty, and um, they were telling me that. Uh, not real good for full sun, but for morning sun, they were awesome. So if you got something where you get a lot of shade in the evening time, um, you know, that's a big problem around my yard. Some of the areas, they just ain't enough sun, so I have right. to look for uh, shade-tolerant plants. That's, uh, a lot of us a lot of us are in that, that boat. Uh, all right, we got uh, so we got plenty of plants down there. I guess most of the uh, – there are some vegetable vendors in that uh, building number two, but the, it's mostly plants, I guess. Mm-hmm down there what about uh, up in the market shops you got uh, that sourdough bread we got bacon this morning bread and cakes apple jacks and peach jacks um fudge and candies mm. ice cream uh snowflakes down there beside the grill and Speaking of snowflakes and grill, they got a big old sign up there this morning that says uh, now hire nine to twelve dollars an hour. So if somebody's looking a job. All right, you, you can uh, go out there and make some Rufus dogs. Yeah, you can get out here and meet all. Rufus kind of perked up. Rufus, you in the, you in the market for a part time job? Uh, well, you can make you can make. I'm I'm, I'm too impatient. They they do too, they do make it a work of art there <laughs> doing, doing a hot dog. You'd think they're painting a beautiful painting. That's right. They they do. They do take the time. And you got uh, plenty of coffee there and all kinds of stuff, we don't got, you? Yes, we got three through one coffee, um, which is get some coffee for a great cause. And if you don't like it hot, they'll probably put some ice in it for you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, also, we got some uh, fresh meats in that building. Um, so 
some prize winning pork chops and we have um if you don't mind throwing something in the oven they have prepared meals where all you gotta do is just throw them right in the oven and a few minutes they'll be ready hmm. uh, and well, where's that located billy um down beside the bakery you got the bakery then the winery and then the next um area right there all right. Between the winery and the NC hammocks, and Rufus okay. is apparently going going to search that search that yeah, out. That, today. that's a searchable thing. All yeah, right. they have they have uh, vegan stuff and um, and good meat uh, pies and stuff like that as well. All right, that sounds like a good mix. Yeah. All right, uh, fresh seafood. Fresh seafood, uh, locals. And I would like to say they had an article on the uh, news a few weeks back, and they did um, some research, and local seafood proved that they did get their seafood from here in North Carolina. Very good. Right. Uh, that's that's great to know. That is wonderful. So you got uh, Super Sod out there. I'm sure they've been busy with uh, providing sod for a lot of people, including some folks in my neighborhood of uh, zoysia that they put out uh, this week, but you can get all kinds of warm season grass uh, sod from them. They do. They um, got all types of stuff. Good soil. If you need a big bag of soil, they'll get that. Fertilizers. Um, and they they spend all their time with the customers and moving the inventory around. They don't cut grass. They got that little grass lawnmower down there that cuts by itself. And, and I don't know. I think every time I see it, it runs back and gets in a little doghouse. So. <laughs> yeah yeah you could spend spend your take you'd set up a lawn chair and sit out there and watch that thing and that thing's awesome that's it and uh market grill and uh you got the market grill and you got the seafood restaurant and you got uh, the farmer's market restaurant out there we, too all this morning we do yesterday they had a uh violin player over at the restaurant oh wow Inside or outside? Inside. Inside. How about Little that? Little man uh, was doing an awesome job. I bet so. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, Got yeah. music now. Yeah, you never know what you get when you come to the farmer's market. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, uh, seafood market, still, you have to, you you cannot dine in. You can you can dine outside or you can take out, right? That's right. And you can, you can call them and order. Either way, you're going to take some home. Uh, I, yeah, they they give you plenty. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Market Imports, very unique place. Yes, and they are continuously adding new items. Um, so if you came two weeks ago, you go back today, I bet you'll find something different. In fact, they got so much stuff down there, you're not going to see it all. Right. <laughs> well, Billy, I appreciate talking to you. You have a wonderful weekend out there at State Farmers Market in Raleigh. All right, and y'all come see us. And we shall. Okay. All, all right. For the third or fourth time this week, I'll probably go out there. I got to go to the stone. Why we didn't mention uh, the, the the craft area? I don't think, but stonemason uh, out there from Ash Boone, County, from Ash County, is uh, mm-hmm. has done some work for us that uh, we're giving to the church. And I got to go pick that stuff up today. But I need a solid solid back. Mine's pretty good shape, but uh, I'm taking my my son with me to get it. Mm-hmm. So help with the lifting 919-860-9783 uh mosquito free summer wouldn't that be nice 
Well, you can enter to win a backyard treatment for mosquitoes, Mosquito Shield. And we had uh, the owner on. They are pollinator-friendly at uh, Mosquito Shield. So enjoy a mosquito-free summer. You can win this. Uh, it's a uh, backyard treatment for mosquitoes from Mosquito Shield. Winners will be chosen from the Mosquito Shield service area of Wake County. So you can register to win. You can go online to WPTF.com. You'll see the, um, the advertisement for it, uh, for Mosquito Shield. And it's uh, drawing on July 4th. So that's a, uh, a free um, treatment, backyard treatment for mosquitoes from Mosquito Shield. And, and they are pollinator friendly, one of our newer sponsors. So check that out at WPTF.com. William is in Durham. William, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, sir. I hear about the berries, but one of the berries I used to hear about, I don't hear and don't know where you can get them, boysenberries. I used to get boysenberries when I was a, a child, grandmother lived in the area. But now I can't find them. Find them in jellies and jams and all that, but not the boysenberries themselves. Does anybody know where you can get them? Hmm. Wow. They have boys. Anybody grow boysenberries in Nash County, Colby? Uh, no, I know of that European raspberry. No, sir, I do not. Yeah, raspberries are – we can grow raspberries here, but they're usually happier in cooler climates. I'm sorry, it's not not raspberry, boysenberry. Yeah, it's a it, it, it's a it's a type of raspberry, apparently. Isn't oh, it? okay. Yeah, uh, European raspberry. Uh, Pam, do you, uh, do you have you had grown any no, or know anybody? No, I don't, and I think that that's something you might be able to find in the mountains or somewhere cooler than we are. I thought that that was an issue with it. It was um, our our temperatures are maybe too hot yeah when i was a boy we had some in the in the orchard in boone north carolina in the mountains and they Mm -hmm. they were they were wonderful i love the syrup the syrup is great it's different from any others not even anything close to blueberry syrup william i don't think i've i don't know that i've ever seen them uh seen even the jelly and stuff Uh, where where do you find the jelly around here well, when you go, uh, I thought you might find it in the farmer's market somewhere like uh, Red and White uh, store in Durham, uh-huh. and that's where uh, I found that. Wow, there's a Red and White in Durham. I didn't know that. Good gracious. Yeah, red and White. Yeah, I haven't seen a Red and White in a long time. Okay, on the Club Boulevard. Uh, oh, okay. All right. And, uh, mm-hmm. Well, how about okay. that? Well, Thank we, you, because uh, I, I thought that I might be able to find some, but no, because I remember them looking something like a blackberry, but they were sweeter and uh, softer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank well, you very if much. You, yeah, thank you so much. If you if you come upon any uh, any plants or know anybody who grows them, you let us know. Park Seed Company advertises them. Yeah. But we're not okay. sure if you can grow them around here or not. Well, I see. yeah, they might like All cool right. rather. Thank, Thank you, you, William. Appreciate you taking the time to call us. All right. Yes, sir. Bye. Let's head to Virginia and Major Dave. Major Good Dave. Morning, Good morning. How's everything in your big old garden? 
Oh, better than I deserve, I'm sure. Except for I, the bunnies. I, I hear you've been yeah. invaded by the bunnies, Major Dave. Well, I got my rabbit fence up, and I had one that was in the garden because I left the gate open, and I started chasing him, and he jumped that fence. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, so we, we went over instead of under, huh? He had to make a quick he retreat. Sure so you, have you had any – how's your corn? Is that coming up okay? All my corn's about four, four and a half feet tall right now, starting to tassel. Um, I've got salt that are an inch and a quarter in diameter. It yeah. wants to be some serious corn this year. We've got an uh, extension agent from Franklin County on with us uh, this morning, Colby Griffin, who is right as we speak, he and his family are putting up some corn, about a, a half a truckload at this point. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I got an early start. Yeah, of course <laughs> yeah. you're you're in the you're in the mountains of Virginia, so there's a little difference that well, they're in right. climate. Temperatures were cooler later into uh, the end of May. Actually, matter of fact, my bell pepper plants are only about two inches tall right now. They're just now ready to go in the ground. Wow! Now you had, as I recall, you had problems last year with deer in your corn. Is that right? Oh, we did. They cleaned us out. Yeah, literally in in one night. So I'm, I'm hoping this year, just keeping a closer watch on it, we just won't wait so late to harvest it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll get to it before they do. But I had it for you because I was reading an interesting article this week, and it was about using hydrogen peroxide on your plant hmm. as a way to kill fungus and diseases and stuff. And I didn't know if any of y'all had had any experience with doing that. Wow. Is that is that anything that... Uh... You were taught at NC State, Colby. Anything that came up, or Pam? Um, I've heard of putting um, uh, folks mix, mixing a baking soda paste and kind of uh, spraying on their plants because it it does kind of um, supposedly heal a lot of fungus funguses that are on plants. But I'm not sure how effective it is. So baking soda and hydrogen peroxide. Well, no, I'm not saying mix the two. I've just heard of baking soda. Okay. But you hadn't heard of that. Pam, you heard of uh, hydrogen peroxide being used no, for anything? Um, no, but I, it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. um, when you think about, you know, the the cleansing properties of something like peroxide. But I don't know about anything edible. I would really be hesitant without a lot of research to to recommend anything like that. Yeah. It's not normally in something that they do put... Uh, there is a toothpaste that that has hydrogen peroxide in it. I don't know what the percentage yeah, is. Yeah, but it's a very very minute amount. Right, and it's, it's not something you know, that you would want to ingest. I mean, you brush your teeth and you spit no. it out. So yeah, you spit it out. Yeah, that's the closest. I don't know that I've seen it in anything else, Major Dave. Well, the, the reason I asked because the article did not distinguish between using it on ornamentals versus uh, vegetable garden. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I will say I tried the mixture of the Dawn detergent with the vegetable oil mm-hmm. and sprayed it on my plant, and I have not seen any sign of tobacco mosaic or anything like that on my tomato plants this year. I've got some of the healthiest tomato plants, um, mm. and so I think we're going to be blessed with a really good crop this year. Gosh, that's wonderful. So you, you mixed Dawn detergent and, and water or... Vegetable, vegetable oil, three, you said? Okay. Three, three tablespoons. Three tablespoons of Dawn detergent and three tablespoons of vegetable oil to a gallon of water. 
Um, I mix it up and then put it in a little hand spray bottle. And it, it does take some time to go around the hand spray, but I got smart and went and bought me a backpack sprayer so I can do the whole garden in one fill. Wow. Colby, is, uh, or Pam, y'all heard of, of that? Yeah, it's um, he's basically making a horticultural oil. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good, Major Dave. Yeah, you're smothering them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, Mike, I just looked online uh, from the University of California about hydrogen peroxide. It says a tablespoon to a quart of water is a good antifungal, kind of organic way to manage fungal diseases. So wow. there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we certainly all learned something this morning. Major Dave, I appreciate you bringing that up, buddy. Well, I just thought I'd toss it into the mix. And Rufus, I hate I missed you on Wednesday when I was in Raleigh, but I promise to catch you next time. Yeah, I, I... We, we sort of lock the doors when no one's there, and I, I'm sorry I missed you, and I look forward to seeing you soon, Dave. But well, Joe the Bouncer's outside. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll have we'll have Major Dave and Joe the Bouncer and the whip. Yeah, there you go. All right, well, uh, Major Dave, God love you, man. Thank you very much for calling always. Thank you so much. I enjoy the show. Thank I you. Know care. I know because I listen to the show. There you go, buddy. Uh, right. <laughs> That's our motto. By the way, I thought you had the whip a while ago. We, he he hung up. He, he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> he must have had something to do. We'll be back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right. It's 937. Well, we're moving along here on the Weekend Gardener. 919-860-9783. Paul is in Wake Forest. Paul, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, friends. How y'all doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. Hope you are, Paul. Well, I have been better. I'm, uh, I can't live an independent living anymore. I'm living with family and i've got only got two tomato plants on an apartment um porch so how are I they had, doing i ha- i had my tomato you there yeah we got you okay i had my tomato plants up on uh i only get sun from about two o'clock to six o'clock but ironically enough i've got a couple tomatoes on uh one. Well, that's I had great. the tomatoes on stools so they would get more sun, mm-hmm. but the wind has blown off some of the blossoms. So I put them on the floor. And uh, my question is if I, some of the, well, on the top, um, all the blossoms have blown away. Can I cut that and have new stems that may come out rather than just stubs? Colby, you want to handle that? Um, are you talking about the flower cluster? If you cut that off, will another one form there? Yeah. Um, no, not not at that same spot. If it's a if it's an indeterminate tomato, it'll just keep growing up and up and up until the end of the season. But if it's determinate, um. You know, uh, and it's, it's the German Johnson. Okay. Um, I mean, you can cut that flower cluster off if they're blown off, and that'll, you know, just help the plant look better and help with. Uh, uh, well, nobody sees it but me. Yeah, so it, it won't, it, it will not make another flower in that spot. Not at that same spot. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it would, but yeah. I just was wondering. Yeah. 
and I've listened for more than 50 years, so wow. I'm enjoying it. Well, you know, the well, last thank you. Paul, the last time you called, you didn't have any tomatoes, so you've made progress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you all have a happy day. You as you well. Too. Thank you for calling, Paul. Enjoy growing your tomatoes. Yeah, definitely. There you go. Have a good day. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF, uh, Colby and Pam and Rufus and uh, Phil. We get a lot of tomato questions, and yes, this has really do. been a – you know, the last few years have been tough. I don't know that they've been any tougher, really, but I think more people are growing tomatoes, especially last year. More people uh, were getting into gardening. I hope they're keeping that up. But uh, I think they are. <laughs> yeah. So, Colby, you growing tomatoes? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, several ver- different varieties, or yeah, I've got. Um, I mean, I've got your staples like Better Boy Celebrity, and I've got a few new ones. Um, I don't remember what the name of them are. Um, I think Lemon Lemon Boy is one of them. It's a yellow variety. I wanted to try that one. And Sweet One Hundred, the cherries, you know, that just come off prolifically when you look at them, but um. Yeah, one thing I will say about tomatoes, you know, folks buy those, you know, if you've got a, you know, one plant in a pot, those um, those kind of conical stakes are fine. But when you're growing them in a garden, that's probably the worst staking method because they just, they just don't work when you've got a, <laughs> you've got a row of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you heard of the Florida weave method, if you look that up online, that's, that's really the way to go. And Pam may know about that, but that's where you take basically a, a wooden stake or t-post and some twine and basically zigzag alternate the the twine in and out of the vines and that that keeps your tomato plant perfectly vertical all season long hmm. wow okay and have you had any disease problems up to this point oh, this year oh mine um no, well uh, other than blossom in rot and and i'm giving mine that has plenty of calcium and did a soil test but I'm just attributing that to all the rain we've had. Um, it seems to be uh, growing out of that now. Um, I haven't picked any yet, but I've been picking those off that uh, have blossom in rot for sure. But that's, that's you know, always a, a big call every year. You know, my uh, tomatoes have a sucking spot on the bottom. It's blossom in rot. <laughs> yeah. Pam, do you, do you have any tomatoes that... Now that you don't have any deer, I had to plant mine. Yeah, I had to plant mine late because we had to wait until the fence was done and the gate was completed and everything. So mine went in as transplants, and they're just now forming some little tomatoes. So I go out there and do my happy dance. But um, I would ask Kobe, um, what are you using for your blossom end rot? What type of fertilizer or spray are you using? Well, um, I I generally don't ever use like a, a spray. I, I don't have much luck with that because with blossom end rot, um, you know, it's generally a calcium. The plant's not able to uptake the calcium whether it's there or not in the soil, you know, be it a pH issue or too much or lack of water. So, um, but my fertilizer, I, I use a, um, it's actually on a drip system. It's a water soluble, and I use a tobacco fertilizer actually because it's got so many uh, micronutrients in it. Um, mm-hmm. But other than a pre-plant uh, granular, I don't really put anything else on them. Okay. Uh, I just make sure my pH is adequate around 6, 6.2, and that, that seems to okay. be okay. Yeah. What do you use to determine okay. the pH on yours? I mean, how, how do you have I, uh, I just take a soil test about every two 
years okay. to make sure the vegetable garden is where yeah. it needs to be. That's something we all all should do. Pam, uh, so you're having pretty good luck, no disease right now? Oh, uh, touch wood, um, yeah, I, so far so good. I've got most of mine in pots, but I did put some in the ground this year, and we have had in the past, we've had the Granville wilt yes. here, and I imagine that's up in Franklin County, too. Um, but the Granville wilt is, um, it, it can devastate them. They'll be growing along fine and then just seem to collapse. And are you seeing very much of that this year so far, Kobe? I have not seen that this year, but it, it, yes, like you said, it can certainly devastate a crop in a heartbeat. Mm. Yeah. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Vicky is in Chapel Hill. Vicky, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. I, I am in Chapel Hill. Sometimes today I'm in the foothills of North Carolina calling oh. about tomatoes since that's the topic that's being tossed around. Well, yeah, we we talk a lot about tomatoes mm-hmm. on this show. Yes. And so I'm calling in to say a few weeks ago I stopped by Campbell Nursery and bought one of those flats of cherry tomatoes plants. Mm -hmm. Phil mentioned earlier in the show that had gotten a bit lanky. And I thought, well, I never have any luck with tomatoes, but I'll give it another try this year. You know, gardeners are (laughs) optimistic always. So in the next few minutes here in the foothills of North Carolina, I'm going out to harvest the most plentiful cherry tomato crop I have ever seen from that flat of tomato plants I bought from Phil. And I'm going to take them out and share them with people who are having trouble with their tomatoes this year. They are going to enjoy them. They are beautiful and they are delicious. So thank you, Phil. Well, you're welcome and thank you. What kind did you buy? You know, I just went outside to see if I had left the tag and Uh I did not. Are they red or yellow? They are red, uh-huh. and I I put them in uh, containers with black cow, mm-hmm. lots of black cow. Right. That's the only soil I use. That's what I do. Yes, yeah. and yep. I've done nothing more than that except make sure they have plenty of sunshine and just enough water. Mm-hmm. And they are just um, incredibly delicious, just as the person who helped me at Campbell Nursery told me they would be. They mm-hmm. are delicious and um, so plentiful. And I bought them the day you sent a beautiful cantaloupe to your brother in King. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's All right. about how long they've been growing. Wow, that's been pretty quick. So yeah. they're probably sweet 100s, maybe. That's uh, that sounds about I right. I think that's what they are. Yep. Now, that's great because they've done yeah. well even in the flats. I mean, we still have a few in the flats that are grown that are producing tomatoes. We probably picked a bushel of green tomatoes off the vines this past week. So that's, I mean, mm-hmm. of regular-sized tomatoes. So it's really pretty neat to see how well they do, and I don't even see any wilt or anything in my tomato plants that are grown in the cold frames where you know where you got those i mean i haven't seen any problems with any kind of wilt and that's kind of crazy because they're growing into the soil so i don't know we're gonna have have gerald uh gerald adams and greg lahoulier or lahoulier on in a couple of weeks and uh so we'll we'll have plenty of tomato questions by then i'm sure and uh, you can call back the same day phil sent 
the cantaloupe to her brother in King. She yeah. sent one to my father, who is 93. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. And his question was, where was it grown? Because just in the car, bringing it back to the foothills, the aroma was just yeah, I had one of those too, yeah, and I want to know. Was good. I want to know. They were actually. Why don't you don't have any more of them? <laughs> I do yeah. now. I do. Oh gosh, they I, were I've so got good. Some more now. They were grown in Florida. Really? Mm-hmm. That's right. You told me. Yeah, it was. State. It was way too early to have anything around here. Yeah, so, that yeah, was they a few were weeks in ago. Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were good. But they were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the key yes, with? Were. I know you were delicious, and if you have more of my next trip around in raleigh i'll stop by and uh buy another one okay sounds great <laughs> thank you thank you vicky uh-huh. very thank much for calling thank you now my wife's a good thumper of 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 um watermelons she always picks out good watermelons what about cantaloupes is it the fragrance if you're getting fragrance from them well, or helps. the stem is the stem and uh usually has to if if you mash on it with your thumb you don't want it to be squishy uh-huh. yet. So uh, cantaloupe shelf life is about two to three days. So wow. yeah, they're pretty quick. Mm. Uh, they have a lot of a lot of liquid in them. So what you have to do is uh, you mash that stem end, and um, if it's uh, if it's a, just starting to get soft, you'll probably be okay if you go ahead and cut it within a day or so. Colby, yeah. you grow any cantaloupe? Um, no, I've got watermelon though. Yeah. Okay. Are you good thumper? Is that <laughs> yeah, passed I, down? Hey, you're. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. My my great grandmother could do that. I, every time I do it, I if I pick it too ripe or it's overripe. But I usually just go by the what I call the curly cue. If it's nice and dry, that typically is a good indi- indicator. Was that on the Griffin side or the Van Hook side? <laughs> Griffin. Okay. Your I think your dad had a birthday. Was it last week? This week. Um, about a month ago. About a month ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. I knew it was sometime. I I wished him a happy birthday, but at any rate, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. More of the weekend gardener straight ahead here on WPTF. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Man, it is. We're running out of time here. We'll be uh, into the last hour before we know it. Hey, enjoy mosquito-free summer. We're going to give away a backyard treatment for mosquitoes from Mosquito Shield. And these folks are, we've we've had the owner on, and, and uh, they are pollinator friendly be friendly the winners will be chosen from the mosquito shield service area of wake county so keep that in mind uh the drawing is coming up mike slayman tells me on the fifth i think it says the fourth on the website but it's the fifth not that it matters but uh drawing uh is going to be um next week and uh so good luck to you or the end of the week or beginning of the week. When is the fourth? Uh, the first is on Thursday. Third, fourth. Fourth. Yeah, Sunday. okay. Yeah. So fifth, I guess Monday is the fifth? Mm-hmm. All right, so it'd be on Monday. And uh that that's great. So and and check out Mosquito Shield. They they have uh pollinator friendly substances that they use for uh, getting rid of mosquitoes and uh I've been bitten a few times 
doesn't take much for me, you know, even on a walk or something. They'll get me. 919-860-9783. Van is in Sanford. Van, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, folks. We morning. really enjoy your program. We, we've not been tuned in all morning. Is it all right to ask a question about tropical plants? You certainly sure. can. I can't guarantee you you get an answer, but we'll, you can go ahead and ask the question. Okay, and then <laughs> if, I, if, if you have time, i I got a comment for Rufus. Uh, we have a pool. We're out in the country, and, you know, you, tropical plants can get fairly expensive each year, and, and we were just considering maybe a kind of a simple prefab greenhouse to try to keep them alive over the winter till next spring and just wondered what you folks, what your thoughts on that? Well, I'll tell you, my tropical plants are very hardy. I have banana trees and I have windmill palms out there and I got a sago palm too. But uh, the windmill palms are very hardy. It looks like you're at the beach. The banana trees add to uh, make it look like the you know the jungle and you can go with that and you don't have to worry about the the greenhouse but uh, any other thoughts on that from y'all colby pam rufus pam i mean uh phil yeah i um i love the idea of a tropical garden around the pool i think that is the perfect place for it and along with mike's recommendations i would suggest hardy hibiscus yeah of for color Mm-hmm. Uh, Brugmansia, especially down near Sanford. Um, you are down near another one of our uh, wonderful sponsors, Big Bloomers. And I ran in there right. last uh, right. Wednesday Great people afternoon, have. and they are loaded up with tropical plants that are that are completely hardy for us. Tropical-looking plants and some of the ones that are uh, going to give you that feel you want. I can tell you uh, a plant that will grow in zero weather, that looks like a tropical plant, fatsia. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that looks that looks like an indoor plant, but it uh, it grows well outside and it can, it'll grow in shade. And it's got the most incredibly odd bloom that I've ever seen on a plant. Yeah, it does have a strange bloom, and it it uh, you can get variegated yeah. varieties. Now we're we're running out of time so for this then, hour, but uh, what, what type of tropical plants were you were well, you looking at? And I think we've got a banana plant. We've got a couple of different kinds of hibiscus and just, just a variety. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like you're well on your way. Those are all very reliable. I'll tell you what we'll do. Van, if you can hang on a few more minutes, we'll uh, talk to you more after the news, and uh, maybe we can come up with some more plants for you. Okay. All okay, right. that's good. 919-860-9783 as we approach the uh, last hour today of the WPTF Weekend Gardener.